Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Your coordination and balance. Beautiful to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Hi, it's Taylor. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast thus far. We've been enjoying talking to and growing our community and realize, one, we're overdue for a proper introduction of ourselves, your host, as well as our intentions for this evolving podcast. And two, that the way our episodes are created, it's nearly impossible to fit in all of the bits. And so from time to time, we'll share some of the laughs and gems that didn't make it into the final cut. So first, an introduction to the voices you'll consistently hear. Myself, Taylor Camille, senior producer here at Well and Good. Kate Spees, our general manager. And Ella Dove, our director of creative development. So here we are in conversation about what we do, what brought us to wellness, and what we think about our astrological signs. And Ella will kick us off. All right. So Kate, can you tell us what you do for Well and Good? The answer cannot be everything. I definitely don't do everything. You guys do a large part of it. I am general manager at Well and Good. So I think about the brand, think about how we make money, think about our content, think about how we can grow the brand and get to work with all you fabulous people. And how long have you been at Well and Good? I have been at Well and Good for three years, but also my whole life. Sometimes it feels like I was born at Well and Good because those three years, you know, I just don't remember a time before them. Right there with you. Yeah. I mean, you are like double. <laughs> I'm literally double. I've been here for six years. Wow. Um, can you tell us, for those listening, where your beautiful accent comes from? <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know we have a comment about her about Kate's accent my annoying apparently accent which I really can't change and fun fact I'm from Sydney Sydney accents tend to be fairly broad at least that's what myself and my family have always told ourselves because we definitely do have a broad Australian accent. I'm from Sydney. I've lived in New York for five years. I never want to be one of those people that has a like transatlantic accent. So (laughs) I will hold on to this Aussie accent with pride. So Kate, obviously the Well and Good podcast is Well and Good's first podcast. What do you bring to this podcast? What's your wellness POV and how did you find yourself in the wide world of wellness? Interesting. Yes, great question. 
I found myself in the wide world of wellness through two different channels. One is not to make this all about Australia again, but being outside in nature, being active, eating great, good local ingredients are very core to Australian culture. And so growing up, those kind of core tenets of what I guess has now been branded wellness really were a big part of, you know, many kids' lifestyles in Australia. And we're very lucky and privileged in Australia to have access to lots of good local food at affordable prices. Sport is really part of the public education system. And, you know, I went to a great public school. And so there's a level of access and things like universal healthcare for all in Australia that allow people to have fairly decent well-being from whatever community, socioeconomic bracket they come from. And so I feel very privileged to have um, been exposed to tenants of well-being through just having location privilege of growing up in Australia. And then added on top of that, I was diagnosed with celiac disease when I was 18. And so that really had me thinking about the active pursuit of health and well-being in a way that I never had had to previously. So I really started thinking more intentionally, I guess, about because I had to about what I was eating and how I was nourishing myself and, you know, also trying to make myself feel more energetic and um, feel really mentally healthy because, you know, putting something that your body's really allergic to in it every day makes you feel super tired and lethargic. And I definitely was like struggling with a bit of like anxiety and depression. And really after having my diagnosis, it was about rebuilding my emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical health. And that really, you know, brought me to having a really active interest in how to how to do each of those things. And then I used to read well and good as as a reader and loved it and thought that it really captured lots of the things that I cared about. So when I saw the job to head up the content team, I was so excited and jumped at the opportunity to be interviewed and 3 years later here I am and I think what I bring to the pod is just a different accent. No, I have, you know, I have strong, I have strong feelings about, about wellness. I get really sad that wellness for so many has become synonymous with, um, you know, the 1% with coastal elite and then on a more dangerous kind of side with QAnon and conspiracy theories and anti-vaxxers and then things like racism and, health disparities. And I really want well and good to be a place where, whether it's in the wellness industry or not, because I have problems with the capital W wellness industry, I want it to be a place that can really serve as many people as possible in whichever way they need. And I don't think that we can ever be all things to all people. I don't think any brand can, but I do like to hope that the people that do stumble across us find at least one thing that resonates with them that is applicable to them and that can help them. And so, you know, hope to do that with this podcast as well. 
Yeah, I think for me, mental wellness was, that was my first introduction. And so as an adult, always just being cognizant of, you know, when I'm not feeling well, I have sickle cell anemia. And so I think my mom always was like, you really need to be in tune with your body. And so wellness to me is like just mind, body, feeling, you know, and making sure those things are in tune. And so I think that's my entry point. I'm hoping we can, you know, share different perspectives of wellness. I think wellness can sometimes feel so limiting and so rigid. And I think in this podcast, it's like we're introducing to people the different avenues of what it can look like for them, that it doesn't have to be so standard and like a prescribed notion of wellness. I think that I hope that people feel, you know, introduced to different ideas and inspired to kind of take what they need from our episodes. Mm -hmm. Where wellness was six years ago when I started versus where it is now are kind of completely different worlds because as the wellness ethos expands, we want to make sure it continues to evolve and grow with our audience and grows and evolves to make sure it stays as inclusive as possible. So I think sometimes I'm here to like gut check what our brand is supposed to be not what our brand was. I want wellness to become innate. Um, and I think that's what I try to do at Well and Get It all the time. I try to help yeah. tell stories and paint a picture um, of what wellness can look like in a way that becomes ingrained in our everyday activities and doesn't become an effort or something you have to pay for or work for. It shouldn't be too hard. I would be remiss at this moment in time if I did not finally admit that my mom was right. I grew up in a household where activity and getting outside was kind of core to our lifestyle, whatever that looked like, whether she was just sending us out into the yard to get out of her hair or, you know, we were spending all summer headed to the beach every day. She would skip from our car into the grocery store to get a burst of exercise just to make her feel good. We drank water for everything. It was just this idea that you should feel good and your ability to feel good is in your control was really how he's raised. I hope that like the combination of, you know, our perspectives, you, Kate, myself, and every other voice we're bringing to this podcast, we can try to paint a well-rounded picture of what wellness can be. I think three of us, you know, a bunch of women in our late 20s, early 30s have shared perspectives, but we also have different backgrounds and I hope we're able to let that resonate. And if when we don't, people call us out for it. (laughs) Call us in. I think... Yeah, I think we'll, you know, people are never afraid to call people in. (laughs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And Taylor, anybody who listened to episode five yeah. definitely knows, but... Five, yeah, wow, five. <laughs> <laughs>
What's your star sign? I'm a Libra with a Libra sign, Taurus rising, Sag, Sagittarius moon. And I identify very wholly as a Libra, sometimes indecisive, mm. sometimes non-confrontational, but other times confrontational. I don't know. I think the the stigmas balance. or the, the, yeah, balance, you know, I give a little, take a little. Is that the same thing? Give and take? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. I, I see you as a balanced human being. So in this app, we're looking back at some of the fun times with the people we talked to. And I think Stephanie and Elizabeth from That's a Retrogate are just interesting beings. Speaking of levity and light to wellness, I think um, astrology is something that might get overlooked as something that could help your wellness. But I think even in me getting that reading, I thought, whoa, this is, you know, a practice that I want to integrate or focus more attention on in my own personal wellness journey. That being said, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about your sun, your rising, your moon? So I am a Sag, Cap, Sag, Sagittarius, sun, Capricorn, rising, Sagittarius, moon. I am like the definition of a Sagittarius. I have never read anything about a Sagittarius that doesn't like immediately identify Ella. Next one is Capricorn because Capricorns are super organized and I am Mm. somebody who who color coordinates my closet. Love me a spreadsheet. Love me a a to-do list. Kate, what sign are you? I am a Pisces. First word that comes to your mind when you think about Pisces. Sensitive. And I think that some of our colleagues would be shocked that I'm a Pisces because I pretend to be a hard B, but actually I'm like such a sensitive, emotional little baby. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So my sun is in Pisces, my moon is in Aries, and my ascendant is um, Sag. The ascending in Sag makes a lot of sense to me. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so people have said that, and also my um, my moon in Aries. But whenever I say, you know, that I don't know a ton about the stars, but whenever I tell people that my ascendant is in Sag, people are like, yes, that and makes I a think lot of sense. Aries are really bossy, so it also they makes are sense that- exactly <laughs> yes, exactly. Sam Sam Leal actually said to me oh, it makes so much sense that your moon's in Aries. And I'm like, what are you trying to say? But it's true, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in it. It sure is. <laughs> in it. Yes. I'm a skeptic, but then when I read my stuff, I do like hyper-identify with it. Yeah. And here's what got left out from our conversation with Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Sambari of That's a Retrograde, who, as Ella mentioned, we spoke to in our fifth episode. Apologies in advance if your sign isn't reflected positively. These are strictly Elizabeth and Stephanie's personal opinions. We should say that we're not astrologers. Everyone knows that, right? Yeah, Yeah, everyone knows you're not astrologers. Okay, so I'll run through the signs. Okay. okay, in one word, Aries. Aggressive. I feel like they're balanced. No. Ember <laughs> Ambie called them assy. Ember Ambie called them assy. Yeah. And they were like, "What's assy?" And she means like they they just come in hot. Yeah. 
Aries are like Scorpio without the emotional intelligence. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Ouch. Okay. Gemini? Talkative. Two sides. Like double personality. Yeah, that's what I would think of too. Cancer? Emotional, but cagey. That's two words, sorry. I was going to say emotional, so. Okay. Perfect. Great. Pick it up for you. Cagey. Uh, narcissistic. <laughs> what did you say, Leo? Yeah. Leo, oh yeah, like looks. But they you always, thought like, that I was a because, Leo. <laughs> because they say like all Leos have like gorgeous hair. That's like a, yeah. one of like a um, main thing. So that's what I thought. Just having that good hair day. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, Virgo. <laughs> Ooh, Virgo super organized. I would say prude. Libra, and it's okay. I don't care. Just whatever. Libra. <laughs> Libras are sweet. They are. Non-confrontational. Yeah, I was going to say that. Oh, you were? Well, yeah. my Taurus. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm confrontational. My Taurus rising makes me a confrontational Libra. Um, okay, Scorpio. Stephanie's biased. Perfect. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Emotional. Emotionally would, hot. Yeah. Way. And I would say deep. Sagittarius. I feel like Sagittarians are uh, unpredictable. Yeah, sure. I don't have one for that, so. <laughs> Sagittarians are very passionate, and I feel like they're Scorpios, but just like dipped in fire. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, yeah. Capricorns, Capricorns are very hardworking. Mm. And uh, they're like the, they can be like the emotional backbone of any situation. Mm. Yeah. Aquarius? Love. So many things to say about Aquarius. That would not be one of them. I would say creative, forward thinking, detached. Mm. Detached is true because I've tried to date a couple of Aquariuses and wow. I would never do it again. I'm like, hello, are you dead inside? Do you feel this? They they are literally (laughs) (laughs) But Um, actually what's interesting and I learned, I started, it made me have compassion for them is that Aquarius doesn't like the sun. So you know how every sign has like the opposite sign. So Aquarian and Leo are like the the axis of of one one thing. And where Leo like loves to shine, loves to be the personality, loves to be the center of attention. Aquarian is like at a fall. So it like doesn't really know what to do with its personality in the position of the sun. Mm. Which is interesting. It's like they're not comfortable exposing themselves in that way. That's why they're better at being like the revolutionary, the visionary, the artist, like kind of, but not the center of attention at all. And also have like very hard time connecting with their emotional reality unless they have a different placement of the moon, but it would have to be so specific. Mm-hmm. That's all okay. to say I would never date an Aquarius ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, yeah. if you're listening, thanks for nothing. No. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, last and maybe least, Pisces. Pisces are wise. Isn't there something about Pisces being quick to tears? Yes. Yeah, very sensitive. But like the Pisces, the fish, so sensitive, and then they swim away as soon as they feel mm-hmm. so deep. I can't, de- they can't deal with it. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Scorpio is the best water sign. (laughs) 
for sure. Sign representation is really important, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's the new politically correct thing. (laughs) On today's episode, you heard from Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Simbari from That's So Retrograde. And you got to learn a little bit about myself, Taylor Camille, and our other hosts, Ella Dove and Kate Spees, who together produced this episode, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, share with a friend, send it in a text. Anything helps a bunch. Our mixing and scoring was done by our sound engineer, Joanna Samuel, and our theme music was created by Madeline Lakomsky and Matt DiDomenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette. Special thanks to Jess Friedman, Ali Short, Jen Snyder, and Cassie Wolf. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.